0: Welcome into another edition of the KQ2 Sports Podcast. Chris Ration alongside by Eagle Radio's Dave Rickard. We are churning right along in high school football. Just a couple of weeks away from district play opening up. College football, we're in full swing there. Just Dave, how's everything going for you?
1: You know, it is busy. It's that time of year, and honestly, a little bit last night after the Chiefs game, I was actually doing some prep work for basketball of all things. Because again, we're. We're two weeks from this weekend away from the start of the Missouri Western basketball season. They start earlier this year, Northwest and Western playing the Small College Basketball Hall of Fame. So, you know, I was looking, well, I'm going to have to still prep for high school football, Missouri Western football. Plus, we'll have basketball that weekend and a couple of games. And then the women and men both play the next weekend when football's still going on. So I'm just like, I should probably work ahead a little bit to start to look at some of these teams and just get some of my stuff done. So it's not quite as crazy the week of. So, I actually got some things done in advance, which doesn't happen a ton.
0: I was going to say, I (laughs) did not do any type of planning last night, so that's pretty exciting. I was looking at this week's uh, football tonight schedule. When I say looking at it, I look through the games. I kind of already have a good idea just from the week and kind of looking. I did no prep work after the game last night. You
1: know, I overachieved a little bit.
0: I, a little bit, and I underachieved quite a bit last night. So uh, that's, that's basically sums up exactly what you know th- this duo <laughs> dynamics like. You overachieve, and I come in late or come in. Usually, I come in on time, but you know, Coach Fritz kind of you know backlog things today. Well, so he's we usually an
1: issue. So
0: last week it was the shorts thing, whatever in the cold. Now I'm assuming he wore pants this week, even though it's really nice. So we'll just see what he does. Oh,
1: he's got issues, so I'm not sure what he does anymore. So
0: I try to talk to him that often. So. <laughs> <laughs> Remember how I said uh, I like to switch things up? I'm already switching things up again. Okay. So, moving forward, let's see how this works. Again, I may just go back to what we were doing last week. Thought about bringing in people. There's no hot topics this week. No, I think we kind of knocked out the turf field and everything else. We kind of just, we let our, aired our grievances the last few weeks. So, that was interesting. Um, So, I've been thinking about kind of getting different people, kind of see if we can talk to different people, just kind of set things up where they just phone into us, we talk to them. This week, this was a spur of the moment idea, so I didn't have anybody really planned out, but I thought we'd talk about your, I guess, you know, path, your travel. oh. Yeah, see, it's a little bit different. Mine, we don't want to talk about that one. <laughs> Mine your, is your glory days being center for the yeah, exactly. North Andrew Cardinals. I play, your senior year. I was three or four games with a <laughs> knee injury and I get pulled into center. I was like, I'm not ready for this, and I wasn't ready How for are it. How were you as a center? Uh not great, I don't think. I think I got honorable mention all conference in a conference of like four teams. Hey. So You don't all have to vote. say the, yeah. don't say the second part. Okay, so I'll just take that out later. You had all
1: conference honors.
0: That's right. But if you ask anybody, nah, it wasn't that good. We we were like a six and five team. We had no size. If I'm like five you I'm like five nine, buck sixty in high school. That tells you what it was and you know, eight man our size, our center pulled. But yeah, so that was my glory day. It was six weeks. <laughs> I got two concussions in three weeks. In oh, list, so. that's what's okay. Now we, now and we, now know. we're starting to understand. Because yeah, makes of, sense now. I don't know if gets nose guards are three hundred pounds, and they didn't like that I was, you know, shoving shoulder pads into him because I was like, I can't you now block you because you you're <laughs> double me, so I had to find a way to you know not let you move. So anyway, so that's my story. So <laughs> we just we just abbreviated that part to about thirty six seconds. Going to your uh, path a little bit here. Just you've been in St. Joe since what two thousand nine?
1: Yep. Got here the, I think it was like August 17th of 09, like right before the high school football season. And uh, they had just switched uh, one of the stations to, at that point, ESPN 1550. And Chiefs training camp had just been announced this that summer, summer of 09, that they were going to come to St. Joe after being in River Falls, Wisconsin. So they were going to switch one of the stations to an all-sports station. And they chose the ESPN format and uh, wanted more of a sports presence because they had gotten away a little bit here at Eagle Radio of, of doing – local sports they kind of they did a while back and then they just they didn't do anything for a while so nobody in town was doing radio um for the high schools in town they were still doing Missouri Western on KFEQ and have for a long time but they weren't doing any local sports and then with the Chiefs coming into town um for three weeks every summer uh, they wanted more of a presence so they kind of recruited me from Salina Kansas to come here and right before the high school football season August of uh I think the week I started was the week of the Jamboree I didn't know anything about the teams, the coaches, anything like that. It it was – I kind of got thrown to the fire. My first game, though, that I did, we um, did a rematch of the state championship. It was St. Joe Christian against Mound City. So my first ever game here was at Mound City. That
0: would have been a good one back
1: Absolutely. A a rematch of the state championship from a year before. So I got thrown to the fire. I got thrown in and didn't know anything about any teams, coaches, traditions, histories, or anything like that. had to learn quickly. I feel like I did, so it's gone well.
0: Was, was there that learning curve, I guess? I mean, that's a quick turnaround, like you said. I mean, you get here the week of the Jamboree, and here you go. You get everything thrown at you at <laughs> once. What was that process like, Of I guess, kind of getting used to everything here and just kind of getting, I guess, accustomed to what you're doing now? No,
1: it's a lot, because it, it, it was a lot different. Uh, what we wanted to do here when I first started was similar to what I was doing at the station in Salina, so it wasn't a, a major transition as far as what my daily duties were, things like that. It was kind of similar. Uh, But it was just getting to know the coaches and the players. And uh, I made sure I went out to each high school and and talked to each coach and just kind of got to know them a little bit, let them know me and what we were doing. That was the biggest thing, just to let people know what was going on because it hadn't been been going on for a long time. Um, I felt very unprepared, which – it's kind of a – I don't like that feeling going into games. I like to be prepared and feel like I have know everything. And, and if something goes haywire, then I'll still be okay. But um, I, I'm going to be honest, the first couple weeks of that season, I'm not sure I knew exactly what I was talking about. But, uh, you know, in this business, it's just some sometimes fly by the seat of your pants. And, and it was a whirlwind. It certainly was because my family hadn't even moved here yet. I mean, they were still in Salina. They hadn't been here. So I was I was living – in one of the hotels in a hotel room nice. for a couple weeks nice. trying to figure out what in the heck was going on. So it was a challenge for a little while. But um, I, I remember one of my first conversations, I stopped at LeBlanc since it's close by the station. Uh, that year, Steve Burton was the head coach. Um, they had had some issues and stuff. And then Coach Burton was just like, I'll, I'll be the head coach. He goes, is, is this is this the Dave Rigger from Superior, Nebraska? And I had just started. This was like my first day here. And I'm just like, how did – how did you know that I'm from Superior, Nebraska? He goes, "Well, I coached against you and your brother. I was at Hastings, in Hastings, Nebraska, at Adams Central High School, and they, they they weren't a rival, but we played them every single year. And um, you know, back when we were playing in high school, we didn't really pay attention to who the other coach was. Right. We just played the other team. So, but my parents knew right away who he was, and then once I got to know him, I'm just like, yeah. Now I I kind of remember because he's always, he always played the one three one there as well. So. That kind of helped ease because because he knew me, he knew my brother, and and I had never talked to him before, but he knew of us, and that that just says a lot about Coach Verten remembering guys back in the day. And this was, I you mean, know, I was in high school, I graduated in, in two thousand or ninety-five, uh, so I mean, <laughs> this yeah. was a long time ago, and he remembered all that, remembered my brother who graduated in ninety-one. So um, that was kind of a cool story to to kind of start off my career here in St. Joe.
0: And going back, we don't have to go back to high school days, you know, the nineties and everything. <laughs> I don't want to age you. I don't want ah, anyway, to under. I'm now. Um, it's fine. How did you, I guess, get down this path of broadcasting radio going this way?
1: Well, I didn't know what I wanted to do growing up. I just, I love sports and I played everything. Small town, you, you play everything. Right. You don't, and we've talked about this on some of the other podcasts, you know. Um, we just played whatever was available we just we we didn't specialize in anything we played football we played basketball we played baseball and whatever sport it was whatever season it was that's what sport we played so um i grew up playing everything i love sports you know when i look back at what i'm doing now i do remember like late at night listening to like koa in denver because you could get that signal at night and listen to like nuggets games um some Bronco games and stuff like that. And just listening to some games on the radio. I never ever thought I was going to do that. When I went to school, I went to the university of Nebraska and did track and field there. And my freshman year, I actually, I declared to be, I was a business major. My dad was a banker. My brother sold insurance. I'm just like, I don't know what I want to do. So let's just go business administration. You know, that's probably what I'll end up doing. Well, after taking some econ classes and uh, accounting classes and stuff like that, my freshman year, Decided that probably wasn't the route to go. (laughs) Didn't really enjoy it. It Was just like, "Eh." and then there was a a kid at Nebraska who was a senior from my hometown that I had had known, and so I was talking to him and. He was just like, have you ever, ever thought of doing any broadcasting or anything? You can kind of stay in sports and do that. And I was just like, nope, never thought about that. So he's just like, why don't you to take some classes this next your second semester, your freshman year. And so I took a few classes and, and really enjoyed it, and then um, just kind of took off from there and decided that that's the route I'm going to go. We got to do a lot of stuff on the student radio station in Nebraska. We did some Husker games, football, basketball games, and everything like that. Um, we did TV for um, – kind of the closed circuit on-campus TV station there. And so we did a lot of radio TV and took some summer school to do some of that type of stuff. And just kind of fell in love with it. So that's kind of how I I didn't plan on doing it. It wasn't something I grew up wanting to do. But um, once I took a few classes and I knew I could kind of stay involved in sports, it's kind of the the route I chose.
0: Now you're here, sitting here with me. (laughs) So I'm sorry.
1: It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of gone downhill.
0: Yeah, exactly. Now you're <laughs> sitting here with me on a Friday morning, and we're just, you know, talking. So here we are. Um, just kind of, I guess, kind of wrapping this up, just because, you know, I underplanned today, and there's just a lot of stuff I had to do, and you know, not surprising. That's yeah, good. We both have a schedule. Um, just kind of, I guess, looking back at the last, I guess, 10 years now, just kind of favorite memory or favorite call or something like game you've been a part of. Oh, there have been a lot. Of, uh
1: the, the, my favorite season is probably the the Missouri Western 2012 football season, just because that team was so good. 12 and two, got to the quarterfinals, and they were good enough to probably win a national championship that year with with the talent they had, with the Michael Hill, the Travis Partridges, the the David Basses. Um, it was a year after Greg Zerline. If they would have had Zerline on that team, I mean, that would have been the all all team all time team, and it still is for Missouri Western. It's their best team they've ever had. That was a that was just a fun group and. They had a tough loss middle of the season against Missouri Southern after a, a weather delay. And then they, then the, the very next week um, they went to Pitt State and it was homecoming. Their largest crowd, it may not be, the, I think it might still be the largest crowd they've ever had. They were good that year. Griffins were up 35-7. to John Brown played on that team, um, who's yep. now with the Bills. He's been around, uh, he's with the Cardinals. He went to the Ravens now with the Bills. But he's been in the league for a long time now. Pitt State went and scored in their very first possession of the game, up 7 nothing. We're just like, yeah, man. They're pretty good. (laughs) Right. Griffin scored 35 to take a 35 7 lead at halftime. That place emptied out. They went to do their tailgating at halftime, didn't come back. Western continued to put it on them. 63 14 was the final score. And then they go to a Thursday night to Emporia. Um, It was supposed to be the year of the Hornet. Yoth is what they said. The year of the Hornet. They were kind of on the up and the upswing, thinking they were really good. Uh, Mike Hill ran for 185, I think, in the first half. <laughs> and they they were up like 33-6 at halftime in that game and rolled to a big win. Um, they were just dominating everybody. And then the win against Northwest Missouri State. You are probably in school at that time yeah. um, in, in 2012 when they went to Northwest. Down 20-7 to going into the fourth quarter and, and got two touchdowns and scored late to make it a 21-20 win and win their first ever outright MIAA championship and then in the postseason got a couple of wins and a triple overtime win to open up the postseason a win at henderson state and then the it at, at mankato but um that was such a fun season but uh, the high school ranks um some of the the runs with lafayette basketball with coach neff um with benton basketball and coach goodwin seeing a state championship just a few years ago um those have been awesome too to, just to be able to follow the the kids and there's, there's some awesome people around here, some great coaches, um, and it, it's just it's been a lot of fun. It really has. I, did, I didn't think I'd be here this long. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, Coach Wixica, when he was hired last year, he said, "Don't compare your journey to anybody else's. It's your journey." So that's kind of I've taken that from him. I thought that I and the goal, I think, for me, is still to get a Division One job, be the voice of the right. Division One program. Um, it's hard to do it, it. I've had some opportunities and it just hasn't worked out for whatever reason. Um, it's hard to get that job and your journey is your journey, live your journey, love your journey. It's your journey. It's nobody else's and just kind of be in that moment and enjoy that. So I've kind of taken that the last couple of years and, Made everything better, I think. So, I I love what I do here. I really do. So, I I love doing the Missouri Western stuff and and everything like that. So, I wouldn't trade that for anything. And Maybe at some point, something will come up at some point in time. But uh, it's been a lot of fun.
0: That's why we talked about you and not me (laughs) right there. That's exactly why.
1: You're still young. You still got a lot of stuff to to figure out.
0: Yeah. You you talk about I was in college when that Northwest Western one. I was not even there at that game. Because I went to Northwest. I don't think anybody's really – I think that's well-known by this point. Yeah. I was doing Maryville Center game down for radio down there, I think. I don't remember who it was for.
1: I think I remember I remember that that was, that was a big playoff game because we were just like, oh, it's this, It's like the same time as the Western-Northwest yeah. game. So I think people were concerned that maybe there wouldn't be as many fans there because Maryville was on the road, I think, that day. So.
0: Yeah, because I would end up down there doing the game for radio. And on the way back, I stopped at Taco Bell in Platte City, and I checked my phone because I think Twitter was still kind of newer at that point. Yeah. And I saw it, I was like, oh, Okay, it's a ball game. Because <laughs> when you're like in college and you're doing everything like radio wise in Northwest or wherever you are, you kind of zoned in oh, yeah. there, and you're like, "Oh, okay, you have a, you have a game." So yeah, that, no. that, that that season, I mean, yeah, looking back on like you said, Partridge, Mike Hill, David Bass, all them, that that was one heck of a team too.
1: Yeah, that was as good a club. And again, I they, I think they they were they had five offensive linemen that were seniors. I mean. Those five, plus Mike Hill, (laughs) plus Travis, at quarterback, and um, Ben Pister on the defensive side, I mean, they were really good. They were good enough to win a national championship. Just Again, they held Minnesota State to 17 points on the road, but just they struggled offensively in a couple of turnovers here and there, and they probably should have won that football game. And I I would have loved to, if they would have won that game, they would have hosted the semifinal. I think it would have been Valdosta State. I think they went on to win it that year, Valdosta did, Um, but they would have hosted Valdosta State. And I would have loved to have seen Spratt Stadium, and see who all comes out for a national semifinal game. Because yeah. um, they were on the road to Henderson State in round two, and then at, at Minnesota State in round three, and they would have hosted a semifinal game. And I think it just would have been, I think the town would have finally rallied around them a little bit. When they're good, they do come out. But again, all, all fans are kind of fair weather fans. It would have been fun to see that Saturday with a national semifinal game and a trip to the national championship on the line and, and how packed and how excited this town would have been and how, how how electric Spratt Stadium would have been at the time.
0: Hopefully we'll see that again one day. Absolutely. All right, well, that would do it for the KK2 Sports Podcast this week. Thank you guys again for listening.